Hey everyone, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. Uh, it's an issue-by-issue issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. We are returning for the second half of Volume 25, and the cover had uh, Battletoads on it, and this is from June of 1991. And I am your host, Ben. As always with me are my co-hosts, John. Howdy. And Mike. How's it going, eh? So this is part two. We're picking it up in the middle, just past the uh, halfway point where there's the fold-out poster. And we're looking at the, again, special feature of Game Boy games. Woo! So glad we have a special feature. So the games that are going to feature are Hunt for Red October, Fortified Zone, and Super RC Pro-Am. So let's talk about Red October. They don't even have a Super Game Boy, so... Hashtag callback. Oh, man. So, John, uh, you had a, uh, a chance to play this recently, I understand. Is that right? Yeah, at your place. And it's terrible. All sub-games are terrible, and this is no exception. Can you <clears throat> describe for our audience what it's like? Um, like putting your dick in a cheese grater. <laughs> really? Because I'm, I'm looking at this Atlantic seascape, and it looks like a perfect rendition if it was ran through an Atari. Actually, you know what? In its defense, like, what what they did here is what makes sense. Like, they just kept it, like, side-scrolling, get your sub through. Um, it's it's not like the abomination that was that silent service game or whatever, so... <laughs> um, silent but sucky? Yeah. I mean, at least it, it's just, you know, get through, you know, like, the underwater levels and shoot torpedoes and stuff, but I mean, it doesn't ring true to a submarine game. Like, no submarine goes in shooting, like, 800 torpedoes a minute at things. Like, <laughs> but once you get over the fact that there's, like, no realism at all, like, eh, I mean, it's it's alright, I guess. The, uh, the only real, um, great part of this coverage is the Sean Connery on page 55, though. Like, that's probably the best. And yeah. I, I think that's Sam Neill in, on, uh, page 54 as well. Well, you get to control the Red October, which is cool. <laughs> I love that movie. The, uh, Anytime that uh, movie's on cable, my my next fucking two hours are just gone. Cause I like the, uh, the Game Over screen. Game Over Red October. Yeah. So they've got uh, all the charts plotted out for every single level. It's a side-scrolling shooter, basically underwater and slow-moving. You have to get power-ups and, and whatnot. That's, that's pretty much Hunt for October on Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, next is Fortified Zone, which is a great use of a, a, a great display of sexism in, in action. Where we got John Rambo here sporting a, a belt of a belt-fed M16, while she has a uh, Colt 45. That's not an M16, by the way. But okay, it's a it's a big gun. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not an M16. I don't know what the hell that gun is. It's an LM, LMG of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> it's, an, it's an AR, not an M16. <laughs> R, not an M16. Nice. It's, yeah, Orla- it's an Orlando so, popper. What? Oh, my God. The, yeah, the illustration here, of course, shows, uh, you know, Hitler's wet dream of the, uh, the strong white man with the blonde hair and all that. And vague um, swastika pattern. It's like a melted swastika on his pants. Yeah, the camo that looks a little suspect. Along with the uh, the babe in the in the booty shorts, with the jean jacket on, um, 
But when you actually launch the game, it's totally uh, Japanese people you're playing as. <laughs> so you can tell who uh, who developed the game, and then separately who marketed it for yeah. the local audience, because it's totally not the same characters. It's like, you know, it says that I'm supposed to get a power-up with hot dogs and meatball subs, but these, suspicious, these suspiciously look like egg rolls and chow mein. And right. It's like... Uh, it's like octopus, egg rolls, and uh, rice balls. So this game, uh, we did play this through this game a little bit. It plays almost exactly like the uh, over the overhead view uh, portions of uh, Blaster Master. You're playing as the guy outside of the uh, the tank, and you have like a pistol that you kind of sh- walk around and shoot from an overhead perspective. It's, that's the game, pretty much. That's the whole game. And uh, you have to go get keys and open it up and kind of, you know, stuff like that. It's not terribly uh, complicated or fun. Um, <laughs> I guess if you had to take it on like a trip, I guess it'd be okay. But um, it's a game. It's a game. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> they should put that. Something... A, they should put that on the box art. It's a game, Ben. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> it is a game. Uh, it worked. There's nothing it's, terribly wrong it's, with it's, it. <laughs> it's got the Power Boy seal of confirmation. It is in fact a game. <laughs> yep. It can be solved. <laughs> you can play it. It's uh, it's not going to melt your ears. It's not going to give you seizures, and it, it can be beaten. So yeah, this will not give you ass cancer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, there's not a whole lot to say about it. Um, they show I, I a Jeep it, illustration it on here, and that is misleading because you never drive a Jeep. <laughs> you fight a Jeep. <laughs> and it seems to be driving itself. Yeah, that's, a, that's the boss. It's a drone Jeep. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. I like the, um, uh, for floor two on stage three, you get to fight what is essentially a souped-up NES control deck with a radar dish in it. Mm. I like that. I want to know this, point then, uh, this bug uh, thing you, in the fortress. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, then you fight like a, a crab, so it kind of like takes a cue from Star Tropics. It, and so it looks kind of like a Zelda enemy. Yeah, it's kind of like a Blaster Master meets Sort of like a military version of like a, a Zelda dungeon. Is how I would kind of describe it, except so, with uh, uh, less fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Zelda, but without the charm and uh, play fun. Pretty much. And you shoot a gun instead of swinging a sword. Mm-hmm. So tell us about RC Pro-Am. I don't think it's we played Game this. Boy version of RC Pro-Am, which I played for Nintendo and is a fun game. Man, you didn't bother we didn't, we didn't play the Game Boy version, though. We did not play the Game Boy version. Uh, if it's like the uh, Nintendo version, I'm sure it's decent. Mm-hmm. What if it's not and it sucks? I then, think our listeners need to know. Then sometimes we get sad and you play in a bad game. Bah. So you play in a bad game <laughs> you have a waste of time. But Anytime you have, you have an option where it's a port of a Nintendo game, at this day and age, don't play the Game Boy port. Just go play the original damn game. <laughs> That's my message. You like don't 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 even bother. Is this Uncle this is, Ben's advice corner? Did we get yeah, Uncle Ben's advice corner? <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Uncle Ben's advice corner. Remember, you when the girl's really ugly, double bag it. One for you and one for her head. <laughs> one for her and one for you, if you can, just in case hers falls off. 
<laughs> so we, got, yeah, we need to get some banjo music, just like whimsical, salt of the earth, good old boy. Uh, this know, needs to be a fixture of future podcast, <laughs> Uncle Ben's advice hour. <laughs> if you want my advice, kids, if you're out there with your, with your emulators and whatnot, my advice is play the original damn game. Yeah. If you're going to emulate, go for the bigger console. All right. Okay. I will tell you what's interesting oh. about seeing like ports of different games is um, so of course I have like a, a, a bunch of like emulators and whatnot. Um, Double Dragon has been ported to like every system <laughs> pretty much imaginable, mm-hmm. um, and it's really interesting to see the differences between the arcade version versus the Nintendo version versus the uh, Sega version. Uh, and later versions to just see like how the music changes, the graphics changes, some of the play controls. Uh, they all generally generally feel the same, um, and it's interesting which ones. From my own history, I picked up as like, oh, I prefer the music from Nintendo, but the graphics from the arcade version, for example, just had a different different quality of it. One interesting thing in the in this. Page 65, there's a four-player adapter for Game Boys, which, if you whip that out on the cafeteria table at lunch in middle school, you're not making it through lunch. Like, you will be <laughs> murdered. You can't... Game on. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Talk about, like... Uh, I think I've um, actually seen one of those monstrosities in person. Oh, wow. <laughs> but at least hey, good for them for trying to make it so four people could play. Does it come with it? I think it no, does. No, it's saying no, 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 no. It's no, saying you, you can get the it. four the four player adapter if you wanted to play. Oh, four. if you buy F one race, it comes with the adapter. So it doesn't come with super off road. Well no, it comes with the, the ad- adapter race comes with F one race. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, think about it. If you can get three friends, you're less likely to get beaten up by a jock simply because you all have numbers on your side. You know, I was, it's kind of like novel the time that they did this, but I'll tell you what's really effing annoying is um, later on when they had, uh, I think it was Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, if you wanted to have more than one player play that game, which was on a GameCube, they all had to have a Game Boy Advance, the Game Link cable, and a copy of the game on their Game Boy Advance in order to play it with you. That's bullshit. If they should feed enough of the game through the advanced cable. It's just like, by the time you have the GameCube, like, this is unacceptable. It's like, let them use a regular damn controller you bought with the system, or, yeah, or at least let, them let the game feed over and not have to have another copy of the thing. Yeah, that's garbage. Garbage. Okay, so... so uh, we got the Game Boy classified. Anybody find any yummy hints here? Nope. Then we have uh, Now Playing... We've got uh, apparently a game called Bo Jackson Hit and Run. <laughs> I didn't realize he was uh, involved in an altercation. Well, now I know who killed Paul Walker. Oh. Who thinks? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, baseball that and football in and one game. Lost, That's kind of We impressive. just lost any chance of having Vin Diesel on the show. <laughs> um, hey, I, I play my it. video games like I live my life. A quarter mile at a time. <laughs> You're making fun of my family, man. I can't abide that. 
who seriously would sign off on a game called Bo Jackson Hit and Run? <laughs> well, they did The Simpsons Hit oh, and Run, but that that's funny. Hit. <laughs> yeah, but that I don't know. That's not actually like that was like quite literal because you were driving yeah. around a, a car and hitting and, and running, plowing people over yes. with a car. It's a cartoon. Well, that was a, that was a this good guy's game. a professional football player. <laughs> I thought he was a baseball player. Bo Jackson? Didn't he play like a whole shit ton of sports except for hockey? Because John, help you know, us out here. Bo played baseball for the Royals and football for the Raiders. He didn't play Huzzah. basketball. He could have, but no. Like he was an he was a good enough athlete. He probably could have played basketball, but he was a pro in football and baseball. You can't really do more than two sports with the like American pro leagues. It's too hard uh, for the with the overlap. Hmm. And look out for the true blumpkin of a game called Cyraid from Nexoft, which uh, oh does not even crack a three in any of the power meter points. <sighs> no, and neither does Lucky Monkey by Natsume. Can't, yes. can't break the three. At least Lucky Monkey doesn't sound like he's going to get cancer from the game. Uh, but Super RC Pro M doesn't even... It, it has the other problem. It never goes below a four. Mm-hmm. So it seems to uh, deliver in all the ways that count. Well, clearly it's like the NES game, which you should be playing instead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Ben. There you go. <laughs> Coming soon, it talks about Mega Man and Dr. Wily's Revenge. So it's not it's not a port. It's a brand new game for, for the Game Boy. Featuring an enemy from the original game. There you go. Um, and then they have, oh boy, the port of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I didn't even know they did this. We'll have to check that out. And Trade <laughs> West Kingdom Crusade. It's a castle and conquering strategy game with hand-to-hand combat. So, they, so tower defense with hand-to-hand combat. All right. Hey, man. <clears throat> for, for Game Boy, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. It's that ambitious. It's it's worth checking simply for for the courage that they mm-hmm. tried to make this. So uh, we have the top ten for Game Boy. The top three are um, one is Super Mario Land, two is Team NT Fall the Foot Clan, and three is Dr. Mario. And I made John play uh, Gargoyles Quest just to get him to admit that it was a decent game for being yeah, really close right. to release. <laughs> all right, next up we have the Howard and Nestor, the, the final, final appearance yeah. of Howard. Mike, take yeah. us on through it. Yep, we get to, it's the takeoff of the Lone Ranger with the Lone Nester rides again. And he's uh, getting bucked by a horse saying, I thought this thing came with four-heel drive. <laughs> and uh, it's, mentioning, <laughs> it's mentioning the uh, the scene where your horse gets hitched up and you got to go rustle some bad guys. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Nestor's having a shit fit that his horse has been impounded by the sheriff's department. And he goes, I'm the lone Nestor. I can outsmart, outride, outshoot, and outtalk anyone out of the... Su- out of, out of, fuck. I can outtalk anyone west out of the Pecos, so stand aside, grizzle face. And he goes, you gotta have a letter from the sheriff if you want them horses back. And he's throwing a temper tantrum, and uh, Howard's dressed like a lawyer of the, uh, of the time. And he's like, perhaps you could tell us what sort of letter we need from the sheriff. What you need, City Slicker, is a letter of commendation for arrest. So in other words, like, talk about bribery. Instead of just paying a fine or something, you got to go arrest bad guys. And then you can finally be forgiven for your crimes. 
That'd be great if the justice system worked like that, where it's like you could sell drugs and everything as long as you brought in as many drug dealers as charges were brought against you, then you get to go. <laughs> so uh, Howard's saying rounding up a few outlaws should be no problem, and Nestor says, oh, the bridge keeper and the sheriff are the real outlaws, if you ask me. I never even would have gone to that town except I needed to get my mask dry cleaned. So, so you do take off your mask now and then. What, and ruin the legends? I keep it on even when they're cleaning it. Which, you know, how do you clean the underside of it where all the perspiration goes? But anyway, they re- they're in a box canyon, they get ambushed, and he just tells them, you're all under arrest. Throw down your weapons and come out with your arms in the air. And they all throw a bunch of shit at him, like a vase, a Coke can, a chocolate bar, a chicken, a wrench, some pebbles. And then, uh, and then Howard cracks a joke, which I don't get. He goes, good thing you didn't tell them to lay down their arms. And then they all come down the hill with their hands up, and, and uh, N- Howard's wondering, I wonder why they're giving up without a fight. You guys must really be afraid of the lone nester to surrender that fast. And the last guy to get tied up is like, he's the lone nester? Damn it, during and blast, we thought he was Zorro. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Nestor brings in the gang. He gets his horse back after the sheriff, after he's basically yelling at the sheriff, like, I don't care about your parade, your election speech, just give him a damn letter of recommend- commendation. So then he goes, well, I'd like to, but we got this problem with rattlesnakes. Then Nestor's pissed off and says, the only rattlesnake here is wearing a badge. But then Howard suggests that maybe Nestor would make a good sheriff since he's got all the public goodwill. And then that's when the sheriff decides to give him the letter of commendation and brush him off. But then, uh, out of nowhere, Howard takes off his bow tie, gives it to Nestor, and says, You've earned your reputation, lone Nestor, and I've been thinking it's about time I hung up my tie. So here, I want you to have it. And uh, as I guess Nestor just wasn't prepared because he's got no... No appreciation for this honor he's been given. And he says, gee, thanks, I don't have to wear it, do I? And he goes, I'll be going now, just remember me when you're in trouble. And then he rides off into the sunset with Nestor saying, I'll never forget you, Howard, no matter how hard I try. (laughs) So long, Howard. I still want to see the one where he murders him. That would have been a much better way to end end this, but yes. Yeah, there's no pathos, no story, no... You know, after all we've been through, we're still good friends and all that. It's like, he seems to, like, outwardly freaking hate him. <laughs> but he's too ambivalent to actually be happy he's leaving. He's just annoyed, like, are you still here? All right. He's, he's still pissed off from the early days. Remember the first he, first few issues where Howard's a complete dick to him? Where he tried to kill him during the Olympics or, or when he humiliated him in front of all those kids when he tried to do the magic tricks. Yep. <laughs> he's like, here's how you do this information, and he steals the magazine. And Nestor holds a big grudge. He's not giving yeah. up easily. Yeah, he's got no love for Howard. He can't leave fast enough as far as he's concerned. And considering like there's still those two halves of the same hole, this is like some this is some psychiatry bullshit going on over here. <laughs> yeah. He's still got that Fight Club shit going on over here where he's still against himself. Okay, well, moving on, we have a game preview called uh, Daydreamin' Davy. And the cock noses are back. Yeah. So we didn't get a chance to play through this game. Uh, <laughs> you look at this artwork. Some yeah. of these guys, some of these guys are erect. And some of <laughs> them have very flaccid noses. Oh. It's the same artist that did the... Um, 
the like the illustration for the letter banner. Obviously. If you can call, if you can call him an artist. Okay, oh, I'm you're such a dick. <laughs> That's probably the dick, name of the artist. I'm not a dick. The dick is on his face. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, look at the look see. at the freaking jacked up like storyboard frames at the bottom of this of the. Um, it looks like they were done in PC paint. Yeah, it looked awful. It's like, the artist for Daydreaming Davey went on to do such great works as the Zelda CDI games. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess the premise of this is like, you're, you're daydreaming and through like, basically they had like a couple levels and they wanted to like, you know, wrap them all up into one game, like left over from other games or something. I have no idea. But yeah, it looks like they just kind of... Oh, like a grab bag game, yeah. I I, I, yeah. I think it's I think it's probably a reason this game isn't remembered very fondly. <laughs> they took the scraps of so many games, like a bit of Gunsmoke, a bit of Bill and Ted, like the prototype stage for Zombies Ate My Neighbors, mm-hmm. and they just decided, all right, let's lump all this shit together. And you got to remember that you're better off doing one thing well than trying to do a whole bunch of other stuff, you know. So. Yep. Hey, that's that should be my spiel. That's good advice. That's 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 no, Uncle Ben's. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uncle Ben. Uncle John. That's Uncle advice. Ben's advice from when you're in a three-way. It's better to do one thing well than try to screw up doing several things at once. Lovely. If your friend has herpes, remember where he's been and don't go back <laughs> to those neighborhoods. If your friend has herpes, only go through the butt. <laughs> that's Uncle Mike's advice. <laughs> I gave her the old tire blowout, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't, what does that even mean? <laughs> tire blowout? That's his dating that move. Blew, you blew out the O-ring? <laughs> no, when she's, when she's driving your home, her tire blows out. <laughs> I see. Oh, man, I'm tired. Uh, okay. Um, on to the classified information? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I got nothing for this. Yeah, Daydream and Davey, if, if there was a reason I deleted the ROM, there's probably a good reason. Because you, you tried playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. As soon as, you just, as soon as you see those cutscenes, that's when you're just like, oh, fuck. Wait, we guy. don't have a uh, counselor's corner. No, not yet. It's coming. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's Where? after this. Oh, Cla- we have wow, classified okay. information. Can yeah, you see so, anything in here? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like the, uh, oh, I like the screen. I like the screenshot for Power Blade because damn, that looks like Terminator. It does. <laughs> um, you can design your own password for Mega Man Three, and it yeah, kind of tells you us, how to do it. Yeah, That's they give cool. us the blueprints. Yep. Yeah, they give us the blueprints for the Mega Man Three password. Which They've been is, pretty good with that, like giving the way to like hack the password stuff for the Mega Man games, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And then there's Abadox, which I gotta play because that title screen looks metal as fuck. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah. yeah so, so am I looking at that. Invincible and power up. <laughs> Blood, nature's lube. <laughs> Lovely. No, that's And they tell you where a couple of warp whistles are for Super Mario Bros. 3. Oh, this is classic tips, so they're retelling you. Okay, then moving on, we have Now Playing. This is Super just telling you what's out there. Spy Hunter. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I can't tell what the hell the, uh, the next game is. Unless you, did you have anything to say about Spy Hunter? Well, I think it's funny that they advertised in the magazine and they gave him like a paragraph of coverage, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like Spy Hunter, except Super. not. Yeah, you can, uh, is this different? I, I didn't really play a whole lot of Spy Hunter. Now you can have different uh, forms of your vehicle. 
So it looks like you have a boat or a plane as well. Uh, I don't know. I never played that game. So that's something. It's a game. Ben, hopefully you're reading the magazine because I can't tell shit from this uh, from this scan for the next game, Faria. Faria? Yeah, I can't see. Do you want to read it? Yeah. What the hell are they saying in the screenshots? Um. It's an old story. An evil wizard kidnaps the princess of a mystical kingdom, and you are a young adventurer who is called on to save her. Um, this is from Nexoft, which does not bode yeah. well since Nexoft was the same uh, <laughs> the developer not, of what was that shitty Game Boy game? I'm gonna look yeah. back here real quick. Look at it says here. While the story is not unique, the, <laughs> the game does not. The game does feature fun graphics and good battle scenes. If yeah, Nexoft made the Siren game, which didn't crack a three for Game yeah, Boy. I was trying to, I was asking you what the, what's in those screenshots, because my scan looks black as it hell. It says, um, it's, the first one's like a map or a drawing. It says, this is the childhood portrait of the princess. And it looks like princess. So she's a caterpie. But she's it, not. Yeah. And then the second one looks like a caterpillar in the woods, and it says, looks like the princess, but she is not. Because she's a caterpie. <laughs> so that's it. If Speaking of Caterpie, I'm going to go to the park down my, by my house and go catch some in Pokemon Go. <laughs> Note to self, people, it's almost 11 o'clock at night on Thursday. Yeah, I have no life. <laughs> oh. If you're somehow listening to a live stream of this before we're podcasting. <laughs> yeah, bring it, bitches, at whatever the hell park is near my house. You know, I, I had know. thought we probably could post on like a, a Twitter in advance, hey, call into the number or whatever. And have some like live listeners that might be. Yeah, we'll we'll put your number online and see what happens. <laughs> you can buy like a Google Voice number or a Skype number. Yeah. Well, I just yeah, write your Facebook. number on the walls of bathrooms. So. Facebook has a live feature, doesn't it? No, Facebook Live is like a live streaming uh, thing. It's like Periscope. It'd just be a picture of you in your in your underwear in your bedroom. Yeah, with a kid chained up in the corner. No, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, that I, mine would be at least over eighteen. I mean, she's. I mean, his would be the spare tires he stole from his date. Mine's. (laughs) (laughs) My date's eighteen in dog years. Speaking of dating, let's talk about the poll, the players' poll. (laughs) Good segue. Thank you. Uh, of course, yeah. you can win one of the 15 Nintendo Power jerseys, and you know, this is unfortunately going to be the, probably the last time we see Howard in his uh, Nintendo Power jersey. He's That's so a great happy. picture of him in the first one. He looks really happy to be leaving. Um, <laughs> he looks well rested. <laughs> That's where he gets to see he gets to see his severance package. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you, if you win second prize, is win one of 25 NES Open golf visors and golf balls. And the game pack as well. I want one of those visors. That's pretty badass. So, it neat. looks like Mario is uh, holding his crotch. I mean, his uh, putter there, and <laughs> uh, squatting over to do a putt on the middle of the of the green uh, visor. Hey, Peach, come over here and look at my nine wood. <laughs> <laughs> a nine wood? What the hell is? Wrong? Oh God! <laughs> look uh. at my nine inch wood. I hate you both so much. <laughs> it's nine inches counting from the center of mass. <laughs> counting from mass to head. There you what's go. that? What's that terrible old golf, golf joke? Like, uh, Lee, Lee Trevino was out in the middle of a thunderstorm, 
and uh, he grabbed his two iron, like walks out in the middle of the fairway and holds it up in the air. And his friend's like, what are you doing? You're going to hit my lightning. He's like, what are you kidding? God can't even hit a two iron. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he died. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so the grand prize for this month is... A real golf cart and two sets of clubs. Oh, I thought it was an orgy Ooh. with that Mario uh, cosplayer. There's an NES <laughs> open extravaganza, and there's a golf cart with a picture of Mario on it, and then a, a uh, dude wearing a Mario costume standing in front of it. That is amazing. Like, now you can drive yourself to school like that guy from the earlier issue in the mailbag. <laughs> It's, the guy who made his own golf cart to drive to school, now you can drive along with him. It's two sets of golf clubs, which is pretty nice. It doesn't tell you what brand, though. So it's a little little, little, little disappointing there. Nintendo brand golf clubs. <laughs> From China. Oh, great. Or so couldn't even be Japanese. If you don't own golf clubs, it might, it might be, that might be good for you. If you already own golf clubs, then they're probably shit. <laughs> I guess. Uh, okay, Counselor's Corner. Let's uh, skip straight to the uh, count- game counselor profiles. So first up, we've got Scott Evanson, who uh, looks like. Uh, let's take a look here. His hobbies are practicing taekwondo, running. Oh, and running. And his best accomplishment is scored 84 points in the Powerball of NES Play Action Football. I guess that's an accomplishment. <laughs> uh, 84 that, that points means, yeah, like, that's pretty, that's pretty dominating good. another team mm-hmm. um, so Scott looks like the most uh, normal here uh, and we have Bill, Cl- <laughs> <laughs> Bill I, no Clark. I would say Bill Clark looks the most normal I mean, except for the cross little, eyes yes looks a, little, looks a little feminine to me but he's got one lazy eye it looks like the left eye is I can't Scott tell if Evans is like half giraffe Okay. <laughs> Look at that. His <laughs> neck just goes on and on forever. Yeah, All right, yeah if he okay. didn't have that shadow where the chin is, I would just say he didn't have one. Because there's no, <laughs> there's no difference in width between the width of his head and the width of his neck. It's just his like, Adam, a, his just like a pencil. Is, his Adam's apple is as big as his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, he, and he's got a pimple that no amount of makeup could cover. Right above his eyebrow. <laughs> All right. Bill. All right. You have to be bashing he's, the poor guy. He's like TN from Dragon Ball. What's well, your fault for saying he's the most normal? It's, it's, ben, we have to take it out on you. All right. That's okay. good. Bill okay, Clark. So Bill Clark. I have to depend on you guys to bring these people down. <laughs> then we have uh, Bill Clark. We're the Sultans of Snarl. He just, I mean, I'm sorry. He just looks like he has a lazy eye to me. Like that left eye. Something about it. I think it's just the angle the photo was taken at. Maybe okay. it's the print. It's the print. I'll blame it on the print. Yeah, it looks really feminine to me. and Like, he's, like, ready to audition for, like, Orange is the New Black or something. That was the thing in the 80s, though. Is I think he looks uh, like a normal dude. I don't know what's getting... All right, okay, whatever. Fine. <laughs> That's because you have a blue and white striped shirt at home, and you don't want to catch any flack. What is, what is wrong with the shirt? That's the 90s shirt. And I was just saying, like, John's got a shirt just like that, so, he, like, he wants to avoid any flack coming towards Bill as possible. Bill does not look effeminate. Bill looks like a normal dude <laughs> with a slightly crossed eye. All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think that could just be the print, though. His hobbies are snowboarding and water skiing. 
Badass. Gradius with one ship, and his also favorite badass. NES game is Destiny of an Emperor and Solomon's Key. Just like Scott Evans himself, Solomon's Key is he's stealing. A, he's stealing other game. people's favorite games because Scott Evanson <laughs> is Solomon's Key, and then this guy over down the bottom is yeah, Destiny. We'll get to him. Wait, wait, we're gonna get to him. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of effeminate. <laughs> yeah, Todd Westergren looks like the weed dealer that like stays around at your house too long afterwards. Like, just go home, buddy. Like, I, I just want to smoke my purple cushion piece, people. All right. This um, is Todd of pre-op, right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Todd, is, is, his hobbies are flying. So apparently, this guy can fly. Skiing uh, and jet skiing, skiing. And jet both skiing. kinds of skiing. <laughs> and, and, and if you're and if you've got like twenty bucks, he can help you fly too. Uh, completed Master Blaster in 57 minutes, and it's his favorite game. So he's like the Master Blaster guy, if oh, you know what I mean. I especially if you, especially if you go to the men's room at three o'clock and stick. To <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, he's an awesome dude if he likes Blaster Master that much. Now you're game with power. <laughs> so yeah, Todd has a bit of a mullet going on, or his hair is sort of slicked back and in, in behind it. So that's why we're making fun of him. Yeah, it's kind of like a classic mullet, though. Like not 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 you're out of control. You know, it's, it's kind of it's he's got like a business mullet. It's a an inch away from being ponytail worthy. Right. It's controlled though. He's he's got that tone. He's got that ponytail on fleek or whatever the kids call it. He's. I mean, he's he's going to be eligible for a top knot pretty soon. He's gonna be one All of those right. guys at the coffee shop. You, you know what I'm talking about. And then, okay. uh, and then, uh, who wants to who wants to tackle the, the creme de la creme? Mike, the dads are back. I told you there was a conspiracy of dads taking over the counselor's corner, and this is just like the dead giveaway. Like Joe Conklin, his hobbies, strangely enough, are skiing and hunting. So uh, I guess he's big on the biathlon because that's both of those things. Uh, his NES achievement God, this guy's got no life Scored 2 million <laughs> points in Duck Hunt And his favorite NES game I guess he had to borrow off of uh, Bill Clark's notes Because his favorite NES game is Destiny of an Emperor If this guy isn't dead from diabetes I am shocked, by the way Because his face is so red He's like yeah. the human embodiment of Snarf From Thundercats uh, <laughs> <laughs> Snarf? <laughs> I just, every time I look at his face, I just think, Snarf? 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 Snarf. <laughs> Tell me that's not it. <laughs> oh, man. We got Snarf's dad. He <laughs> looks like uh, Wilford Brimley's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> his drunk uh, cousin. Snarf. Yeah, he doesn't got the diabetes, he's got the gout. <laughs> yeah. He just got that look at his, about his face that like he's complete alky. <laughs> he's got that red look on his face. I mean, just look at him. It's like he scored two million points in Duck Hunt. He just Wild staggers. He, he just staggers up to the TV and just like passes out with his finger twitching. Just add wild drunk to everything about about, about his profile. Hobby, skiing, skiing wild, drunk. wild drunk, hunting, wild drunk. <laughs> Fair game. Destiny of an emperor, wild drunk. Destiny of a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Huh. What, is, what is Destiny of an Emperor? Is that like those uh, Nobunaga's Ambition yep. games? Or what the hell is he doing playing those weird number games? Uh, I don't know. You need to ask him. Uh, 
Well, he's drunk, so maybe he doesn't understand it. <laughs> he's probably dead from cirrhosis by now. There you go. All right, is there anything else in uh, Counselor's Corner? Uh, I like the uh, Dragon Warrior 2, where it says, like, how can I make sure I win the lottery? And it says, uh, basically, this is like the, one of the first cases of uh, save spamming, where you just <laughs> buy the ticket, save, and then go to the lottery, and if you lose, just hit reset on the control deck, and you'll, uh, you'll return with a new chance to win. So, yep, you get the spam points, you get to spam your save on the, the Nintendo. Is that, that's not really a tip, it's just like taking advantage of the way the saving mechanism goes. But It's a workaround. Yeah. It's cheating yeah. without cheating. Yeah. And uh, the next is The Simpsons, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Uh, we're gonna find a bunch of one-ups, and god, the graphics on this are horrible. <laughs> Bard versus the world was so much better than this. Yeah, just go watch the Angry Video Game Nerd thing on this. It's better than playing the game. <laughs> There's two full pages of questions for this damn game. I mean, you may as well just be like, how do I play this this godforsaken abomination? Ugh. Yeah. yeah. All right, on to the top 30. Yep. Top 30. Top 5 we have number 1, TMNT 2, the arcade game. Number 2, Super Mario Bros. 3. Number 3, Mega Man 3. Number 4, Final Fantasy. And number 5, Star Tropics. I like the uh, that the fact that the feud between the Mario and the Turtles has taken a turn in the top 30. Like, finally, the Turtles are prevailing over Mario. There you go. So were there any surprises you know, in the top 30 you guys saw? Of course, we see Simpsons at number 6. It and feels... Now, it feels like Final Fantasy has been on this a lot more than 10 months. <laughs> Maybe it's just because there's so much coverage of it for so long. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a while on here. Dr. Mario is still on call. Could it be the two-player challenge that keeps him so busy? And uh, Hey, Little Nemo teams. made it to the top 25. It's no, a little it's game that could. Yep. Yay! Well, <laughs> oh, apparently game. Double Dragon 3 came out and got added to this, but never got to mention the damn magazine. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have to spend uh, uh, half of a freaking issue on Battletoads. Oh, yeah. They can't talk see, about a superior uh, action game. The banded kings of ancient China are trailing behind Little Nemo. You think they could mention that damn game, but apparently not. We don't know how long it's been around. <laughs> and that princess <laughs> tomato salad tossing game. Uh, made it too, so. As well as Wizardry, the game. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Moving on, uh, we have a celebrity profile. I have no idea who this is, so David Leisure. He's the inventor oh. of the le he's the inventor of the leisure suit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was the uh, the uh, I thought he was the character mop basis for Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> So he's the Isuzu guy <laughs> from the Isuzu ads. Wow, they're really uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, apparently he was so influential that someone created an episode of Married with Children just to have him on it. They, they really they, should have put Howard as the celebrity profile for this issue. I'm so upset. I know. Right. I know like, nobody in Nintendo seems sad to see him go. Nestor didn't care. This guy doesn't care. I mean, like... He, it's like, gosh, like, where's the love for Howie? <laughs> oh, it gets worse at the end, but I'll save, I'll save the, I'll save the last disc for, 
So look, he's basically listing his resume in this whole thing. Uh, he worked on Empty Nest. Was there his quote big hit? Um, let's see. He, he weighed played. 220 pounds when he was 14 because he was a fat kid, apparently. <laughs> oh, this is where I recognize the guy from. He was in the movie Airplane. Wait. Is he the star of Airplane? Uh, no. You need to look it up. No. He says okay. it was a Hare Krishna. David began oh. his career as a Hare Krishna on the hit movie Airplane in 1979. Which is great if you like having your head shaved for three months. <laughs> really? It took three months to see, to film those scenes? Apparently. He was in a, a television film t- made for TV movie with Vanna White of uh, um, Wheel of Fortune fame. Vanna White was in something besides Wheel of Fortune? Apparently. Um, let's see here. He's guest starred on Sledgehammer, whatever the hell that is, several episodes of ALF, um, <laughs> TJ Hooker, and that's an episode still, of By the way, that's still my favorite uh, joke that I made the entire podcast, was <laughs> my, ALF, my ALF Catbone Mountain joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, he's definitely not one of the stars of Airplane. Okay, all right. That makes me feel better. <laughs> His wife got him cooked on Super Mario Brothers, and he's become a real golf fan, which is not surprising. Uh, David also loves to play Tetris yeah. with his daughter. I just fell asleep like go. reading this. So anyway, okay, moving um, on. Pack watch. The future. They really cut down the previews in these in these uh, issues. <laughs> you notice that? Like now, it's more about like what's out instead of uh, here's three different sections of previews. Mm-hmm. Now it's literally just the one, right? Yep. I like the, uh, yep, so this game around the corner is Bill and Ted. All right, that game. Look at the awesome George Carlin in the bottom left. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that that part was good. I like (laughs) the, uh, in the bottom right. Isn't Bill and Ted's LJN, though? Yeah, on the bottom right, it shows the horse running, and it's got, like, an overlay of, like, a bunch of loose rocks behind him, (laughs) but the way the horse is positioned, it's like he's got a case of turbo shits. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember this game. It looks like they put a good effort into the, the like the the way it looks, but it's LJN, so I don't trust it. No. I've only played the Atari Lynx version of this. The what? <laughs> the Atari Lynx version of this game. It's like a, it's a handheld a Atari uh, thing. Oh my god, how was it? <laughs> um, not great. <laughs> it's not a game. It was exciting right. to. It was a novelty to be able to hold a color handheld game console and play a Bill and Ted game on it. And you learn the hard way why Game Boy doesn't have color because they were oh. focusing on other things. Yeah, it was a, a friend of mine and, uh, in school had one. It definitely was not mine. I was like, oh, you gotta load six AA batteries on the last couple hours. <laughs> oh, that yeah. sounds great. I remember my neighbor had a had a Game Gear growing up and we would just leave it plugged into the wall adapter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Real fuck. portable. <laughs> uh, like a road trip, you had to bring like a battery store with you. <laughs> like it's it's, it's portable in that you can play it in your bed if your bed is next to an outlet. <laughs> That's right. You get the extension cord. <laughs> All right, Over Horizon, which is another space shooter. Blah. It looks kind of uh, it looks kind of very pastel and neon. Mm-hmm. It's like you're fighting like a a plane from like a Joel Schumacher movie. <laughs> And then we have Little Mermaid. Uh, <laughs> but, by the way, I just listened to that issue, that, that episode that wasn't on, where you guys talked about which, which half of the, uh, the mermaid fish <laughs> you'd rather have sex with, and that was, that was gold. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's absolutely one of our best. Uh, one of our best bits. Yeah. I still think you want the human vagina. I mean, you have to deal with the fish head. No, you get fucking ugly hybrids. You want hybrids? <laughs> this is how you get hybrids. Here's the thing: I don't like fish. Period. I wouldn't want to see a giant like face or anything related to it while I'm while I'm going to yeah. town on the bottom half. I, I like having variety. You got the hands. You got the boobs. You got the mouth. You know, you got you got like a nice stomach to jizz on afterwards. Like you got, you got variety. When you got the face. You can kind yeah, of ignore that the bottom half is fish. <laughs> I would assume there'd be human ovaries in the like vagina the legs half? part. Yeah. So like, I'm assuming that it's got like human uterus, human ovaries. So then you're golden. Yeah. Like you just have to deal with a fish head, which you know after a couple of shots of tequila, you know it'll. <laughs> you can get the job done. I don't know. Look at yeah. that fish breath. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather stick with the uh, the, the mermaid top half, but you know, like, <laughs> like boobs, hands. All right. Well, I'm, and, I'm with you know, Mike. Call, call all right. Me, I'll just. Call I'm me, gonna get all the vagina halves for I myself, like so a, it's all good for me. <laughs> call me a romantic, but I like to have someone I can actually have a conversation with. <laughs> plus, you, plus, you know, someone I can. Someone that, with, so. someone that buys you pizza and drives you home afterwards. That's right. <laughs> you really and need to stop the, telling us things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know things that you don't. <laughs> There's more. There's yeah. more. Anyways, uh, so else we're talking about high speed, a pinball game, rocking cats. Oh, you missed Legend of the Diamond. John, it's a sports game. What do you think? <laughs> That's why I skipped it. There's oh. baseball in it. Go it's ahead. It's a baseball game. All right. Um, uh, what else do we rock have? Rocking cats. Let's talk about rocking cats for a second. The screenshot shows a cat squatting in midair with a comically sized fist uh, <laughs> extending from his midsection. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there. That's weird. It says the feline hero's main weapon is a spring-loaded boxing glove that can be used for more than delivering knockout punches. At times, it can function like an out-of-control bionic arm from behind a commando. You'll pick up dollars that can be used to buy things on the shopping channel or to wager on a TV game. It's a weird, weird game. And we have uh, pirates. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, I remember this game. It's kind of like Joust. Um, is this, is this Sid Meier's Pirates? No, unfortunately, because that game is fucking awesome. My sister and I used to play the multiplayer of the Xbox version of that game all the time. This says it's based on the classic PC game. Well, fine. Not the not the one from like 2000. Or whatever. Oh. I think, yeah, this must be similar. I'll check it out. Uh, anything else in the gossip galore you guys saw? Uh, He's, uh, Mike's so checked out. What's they going talk on, about Mike? mode 7 here, Mike, down at the bottom. <laughs> There's stuff you can talk Ask about, mix. Mike. Yeah. We're going past Ask. stuff. You're not talking it, about it. Oh my god. <laughs> Asmic's first Super NES title will be called Dimension Force. It utilizes a Super NES Mode 7, which allows for realistic three-dimensional scrolling. The gameplay will be similar to the helicopter sequence in Nintendo's Pilot Wings. So there you go. Look forward to that. Yeah, well, I would have been, but except someone was knocking on my door because, of course, like you said, just because I have a space and I don't have creaky floors over my head, someone will find a way to interrupt. 
Life finds a way, Mike. I yeah. told you this. Your, your parents are like the dinosaur jizz in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah she knocked on my friggin' door asking me, uh, like some weird uh, pop-up quiz uh, uh, question, like skill testing question. It's like, what? Did we talk Why? about that high-speed pinball game? That's kind of interesting. Like, the the quality of that looks like it's yeah, pretty it's kind of pachinko board. Interesting. Eh, anyway. Yep. Alright, uh, is Mike uh, back, or is he just, like, off in his own head? Did you hear me? We're talking about Defenders of Dinatron City. No. No, we did not hear you at all. You're, like, really, uh... Yeah, um, you're super quiet, like the kid in my basement. <laughs> Your volume went down for some reason. That's weird, I never touched it. So, uh, Howard Phillips says LucasArts is working on Defenders of Dinatron City. Does anyone remember a LucasArts game by that name? Nope. I wonder so, how Howard uh, Phillips has that inside information. <laughs> <laughs> According to Howard Phillips, this game is great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's produced by some guy named HP. Right. <laughs> and reviewed by Louis Reviewy. <laughs> so right. on the last, last page here, he's got a letter for the readers... And there's a picture of him playing a Super Famicom and smiling at the camera. Yeah, it's Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. It's Super Mario World, but it looks to be uh, the Famicom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's got a big smile on his face. Defenders of Dinatron City was released, by the way. Huh. I don't know. So he talks about uh, he's been with uh, Nintendo for ten years. He's going to uh, Lucasfilm. Tells you what his title's going to be. And he's not hanging up his bow tie necessarily, and uh, he's going to pursue his interest in video game development. I like the I like the fact that he goes. I've sent in my fifteen dollars and my new address to make sure I'll get the players' guides and my subscription. He's leaving and he doesn't even get a free subscription. Wow, <laughs> bitter much Nintendo. Yep. Uh, and look at ne- look what we have coming next month: Robin Hood, Bill and Ted, and Rockin' Cats. I might I might get sick next week. <laughs> yeah that sounds great Ugh. okay well that's the end of the issue um, if you guys want to find us in between episodes um, please reach out to us on Facebook just search for Playing With Power Podcast or go on iTunes and give us a rating and review please it really helps us out um, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at GetThePower88 or by email PlayingWithPowerPodcast at gmail.com and of course, if you want to send Mike a few shekels, you can um, <laughs> you can send him some money on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. It'll help to fund the show and either, well, on a smaller scale, it might get us a website. And on a larger scale, it would get me a house that's free of parental interruption because it would be free of parents. <laughs> and if you're okay. looking for me, find me on Pokemon Go. I'll take your bitch ass down. <laughs> Very good. Is there anything else, gentlemen? Uh, no. All right. With that said, I'll bid you good night. And uh, I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment System. Now you're 
playing with 